have you heard of water talk yes you've heard yes where they make recipes but it's like they melt the ice cube and then they yeah, put it in. yeah. That's no funny. they use like they're like kool-aid packets but yes. not really it's like zero calorie yes. zero sugar like packets and wh- what's your opinion on this i like water talk i do too yeah, i do too i would like legitimately have these water recipes no like yeah. i'm saving them in my instagram <laughs> i'm like yeah wait i want to see the videos that you saved the uh hot dog. <laughs> okay so i found this account um recently it's like these guys who were saying like the hot dog thing yeah and i just wanted to hear like what would we do in that <laughs> position oh yeah <laughs> so let me just play it for everybody yeah bro i cannot with these okay Hot diggity doggies, red hots, hot dogs, hot diggity dogs, get your hot dogs, hot dogs, <laughs> hot dogs, get your hot dogs, hot dogs here, hot doggy now. Okay, okay, guys, <laughs> just for context, they're trying to like, it's like the best hot dog call for people to like be attracted to the, yeah. the card. Which whatever. like... I've yeah. never experienced before. Yeah. I've been to a baseball game. There was no hot dogs. <laughs> there was like, like you remember yeah. playing that that game, Papa's Hot Dogeria? Yes. And they had like, like all Papa's the Pizzeria, Papa's Pizzeria. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When I was working at Chipotle, I swear they played that music. Yeah, I worked there. Oh. And I quit recently. <laughs> Wait, why? Wait, we want to know why. What's <laughs> no, the tea? The drama. What did they do? <laughs> what did they do? No, it was like I was eating so much Chipotle. Let me tell you, I had it like four times a week, <laughs> literally. So like, I can imagine like a customer jumping over the counter if you didn't give them enough guacamole no, like, or something like that. No, like the customers were yeah. so like intense. Yeah. Literally, it's just like like white guys and <laughs> coming from the gym and like they're so angry. Yeah. Like one time, I told a lady like, "Oh, I'm sorry, we're out of guac and we're out of corn." She's like, "You're, you're out of guac? <laughs> you're out of corn?" He started like. He started like twitching, like going yeah. full like exorcism. <laughs> I mean, I That's was like, so damn. Like, and then, so why did you, are you going to tell us why you quit? Yeah, or, yeah, Okay, okay. So, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to yeah, like, yeah. push it. Yeah. <laughs> so I got another position. Mm-hmm. I started um, interning at a company in Sony. Oh, so, wow. Oh my God. What yeah. the heck? I know. I just wanted. <laughs> Congratulations. To, thank you so much. Yeah. It's been really fun. That's amazing. And I just wanted more time, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll probably return, like once the summer is over yeah you know because it's a really it's a really good um big first job i think yeah for yeah. sure have you like looked for any jobs i've looked for jobs it's kind of hard because you know i have my parents are divorced so it's like i can't find like one location where i can go to all the time or mm-hmm. that it's like convenient for me because they live like 30 minutes away from each other so yeah. it's like but I am looking into a summer job right now, so I'm excited for that. Ooh. Honestly, I could see yeah. you being a cool like camp counselor. <laughs> I know what like I would be a camp yeah, counselor. But you yeah, you seem really good with like kids. And Thank you. Have you. Like, a, you have a little brother, right? Yes. He's so yeah. Cute. Thank you. Yeah. Sometimes he's cute. <laughs> like he's he's uh, seven years old. Um, we have a ten year age gap, so it's like <laughs> wow. Like <laughs> yeah, we have me and my brother. We only have a five year age mm. gap, and that's hard already. Yeah. <laughs> like he's twelve right now. Yeah, and like at that age, I was a menace. Like <laughs> I was, I had so much attitude. Yeah, I was just. He's kind of in that. Yeah, in that annoying like tween phase. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, how is it having a ten year age gap? Does that like affect your relationship? Uh, it actually. You know what? I thought it would affect the relationship a lot more than it ended up affecting it. You know, yeah. like when I was I was 10 years old and my dad was like, well, he's actually technically he's my half brother because he's uh, it's my dad and his wife's kid. Mm-hmm. So my it happened after my mom, my mom and my dad divorced. Mm-hmm. So um, and then my when my dad told me that he was going to be born, I was 10 years old and I was like, what you're like now oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> you've had 10 years of luxury yeah. like just living 
I, I my like being a, a an only child was my personality trait. At that time. <laughs> I was like, I get all the gifts, I get everything. Everything is mine. You get the vacation. Yeah. You know, just yeah. Like... I don't need to take care of any young siblings. Mm-hmm. And then he told me, and I was like, like that makes no sense. I'm gonna be like, he's gonna be ten, and I'm gonna be twenty. <laughs> like that's crazy. And then yeah, that's wild. I I was so mad. I like I told my dad I'm like I'm leaving I'm out. Well, you were just <laughs> ready to pack the bag. Yeah. Like no. Yeah. Only one. Yeah, I was really upset. But then when he was born, when my brother was born, I feel like it all changed because I was like, oh my god, he's so cute. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I wanted to like help take care of him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now he's just now he's a little menace like your brother. So. Yeah. But like he's he's my little menace, you know? He's like mm-hmm. my little brother menace. You know, you <laughs> yeah. have to let them the freedom to yeah. like be in their cringe era for a, yeah. for a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. You know, like it's a canon event. You yeah. Can't, you it can't is a canon it. event. Wait, wait, did you see the new Spider-Man? Like, no, I haven't. I'm yet. so mad. Bro, yeah. you need to get on that because it's so good. Yeah. Mm. But did the whole canon event thing start from that movie? I I think it's just like a trope kind of in yeah. comics, but like they really brought it to the plot, which is really interesting. Nice. Like, I thought it was interesting how mm. I don't know. I don't want to spoil the movie, mm. but mm. basically the canon event is like you know how all the Spider Man their uncle dies. Mm-hmm. They have to have they have to um, have some death mm-hmm. to occur in their story mm-hmm. because that's supposedly how they become Spider Man. Yeah. So it kind of raises the question, like, do they need trauma to, like, become Ah. heroes? Oh, my gosh. That's so interesting. Interesting, yeah. That kind of reminds me of, you know, we had the summer reading. Yeah. Like, how does, it it was like, it was like, how does conflict lead to change? Or it was something else, like some kind of other. Oh, yeah. We read, um that book about the prison complex yeah did you read that one it was like about how like sometimes trauma and stuff is like sometimes necessary for things to happen Mm -hmm. like it's so interesting like what do you think your canon event is hmm well that's (laughs) a question for the college essay (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know i feel like definitely elementary school i know it's like weird but definitely like elementary school and sophomore year mm-hmm. of high school how that, was that for you sophomore year that hit hard it yeah. was like the first kind of it was really weird the first year we were kind of getting out of covid mm-hmm. and like i was going through a lot of like friendship changes yeah. and feeling really kind of insecure yeah coming back from like being in quarantine so true it was so difficult honestly. Yeah, it was yeah. honestly a really difficult transition And in some ways, I think I've heard this sometimes, Mm. like, people think quarantine was kind of good for them. Mm, Like, it's obviously, like, you know, it's many deaths, like, have happened and, like, many things have come undone because of quarantine. But we also got a lot of good stuff from just being isolated with ourselves for that length of time. Mm -hmm. I agree. I mean, I think that... Mine would probably be my Hamilton phase. That was my <laughs> canon event. I was like, I learned so much from that. Because when I was in middle school and I was going through my Hamilton phase, yeah, we would sing at lunchtime. Like, it was high school musical. Oh. Like, you know, standing on top of the table, yeah. that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, we were so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to do it as an assembly performance. Like, morning assembly. Wait, you orga- did you organize this? I organized it. You were the... <laughs> And it was like the Skylar sisters. I was going to be Angelica. <laughs> I got two of my friends to be Eliza and Peggy. Mm-hmm. And then we performed in assembly. And um, it wasn't like the powerful, like the powerhouse moment that we thought it was going to oh, be. Oh, I see. A lot of people talked about it for, you know, yeah. years to come. I'm sure you're saying like the best things, just like, you know, yeah. life changing. Yeah. And, you know, never going to be the same after this. Exactly. <laughs> No, but my other candidate event. Okay, uh-huh. I'm sorry. Now that I'm thinking about this, I want to, like, let's just get this on the mm. table. Okay. If anyone has this video, I'm just saying this in advance. Do not show it to anyone. Do not okay? show it to anyone. I <laughs> uh, I did Legally Blonde. I was, like, a musical theater kid. Whoa. Yeah, and then I got cast as, like, Elle Woods, like, the main wow. character. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Thank you. 
But uh, for one of the most important songs in like the entire musical, it's like it was like my big solo. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a costume malfunction, and it was like uh, it had to do with like my skirt, and I was only wearing like you know these like tiny shorts. Oh tiny, my like, god! Yeah, and then um, it was, uh, and then it ended up just completely falling off but what yeah on stage yeah your whole skirt falls <laughs> up were you like singing i was in seventh this? grade and i was like i was in the middle of my it was like going to the high note so i was like about to do my high note it was the bend and yeah snap. but yeah. the thing no the worst part i don't even think it was a skirt falling off so it fell off and then i just looked down i noticed it the reason i noticed it is because I was looking at my mom in the audience, and her mouth just dropped. She was just like, <laughs> you were just so yeah. in character, yeah. you didn't even realize. And like, then I just looked down, and then it just messed up my high note. So I, I went like, uh. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh my and God. then that like that changed me, because I was like, yeah. okay, you know, embarrassment doesn't have to define you. you yeah, know? Like, no. we're, we're so scared as a generation of embarrassment, I, I feel. I totally agree. Yeah. Like, we're so scared. Like, we don't even pursue things because we're afraid that mm-hmm. people are going to judge us. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to let... Th- this was a very embarrassing moment. I stopped exactly. doing theater for a while. But I was like, okay. you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna do something else without worrying about embarrassment. Like, I'm going to start public speaking. I'm going to start, mm-hmm. you know? That was my canon event, I feel. I'm really yeah. happy for you because <laughs> Thank of that. You. Like, you know, I've gone through the same thing yeah. when I was in fifth grade. Yeah. I was running for vice president of my ASB, oh, and my top oh my fifth grade. Let's yes, go! Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like running, and my top priority was to get tsunami training. Okay. At school, what does that mean? Tsunamis are a really big issue, so I was like, oh, I thought like it's like literal tsunami. I thought that was like a name for something. Literal, like I was scared at like 11 years old Mm -hmm. that a tsunami was gonna come at any moment (laughs) very rational any moment so like (laughs) and hit you like just go past everyone else and hit you yeah i was like they're coming like you know i'm from atlantis i escaped (laughs) like they're coming for me yeah so i was all ready to go up on stage and just tell everybody warn people that you need me and i'll keep you safe like from a tsunami yeah i was like your speech Yeah, basically Ow. half of it was about that. <laughs> That's really so, interesting. <laughs> the day before, I get so ill. Mm-hmm. I get so sick, but I'm like, I'm going to push through this. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, my voice is like ragged. It is so the croakiest thing. Oh, okay. And I'm like, I could yeah. walk away right now. Yeah, I'm going to do it. But I'm going to do it. Yep. So I was like, hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's amazing. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. I still won. And that was so embarrassing for me. But it was like you said, you don't don't let embarrassing moments stop you from going after the things you want. Exactly. Like, remember that prompt we got? Um, Mm. Is can there be freedom with safety? Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, wait, sorry. Let me just introduce. Yeah. Wait, oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. Hi, <laughs> everybody. Entire, yeah. We are happy to interrupt. And my name is Isis. And here we have Sienna. Hi, guys. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's so nice to be on this podcast. I'm so happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sienna is also a host of another podcast that really inspired this one. Like, thank Aww. you so much. <laughs> I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, listen it's, to It's Not That Deep, guys. Yeah, check yeah. it out. Please listen to the episodes. They're so entertaining. Thank you. Listen to these episodes, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. thank you so much. I've been trying to do more of them lately. Mm. And it's just, it's become like an outlet for me to like talk to my friends about mm-hmm. like different topics. Because mm-hmm. they don't always come up organically, you yeah. know? Like sometimes you just, you have something on your mind mm-hmm. and you just, you want to sit yeah. down and talk about it. Yeah. I love having deep conversations with friends. Like every time, like we want to keep it lighthearted, obviously, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's like, you just want to get down to like the nitty gritty yeah. topics with friends. Like sometimes friends are what those deep conversations are mm-hmm. for. So like Sienna, yeah. your podcast is like kind of humorous as mm-hmm. well, but you're also talking about like pretty, you know, 
like reaching down kind of into like your yeah. trauma and yeah. talking about like what is it like growing up, up in a predominantly like white area mm-hmm. as a minority and, like how is that affecting mm-hmm. so like how do you keep a balance between like you know humor yeah and humor, that stuff and, like, you know. no the thing is like I don't even see it as a balance I just see the humor inside of those topics you mm. know what I mean like mm. um sometimes you can you know even in talking about really hard things you can find at least something to laugh about something to smile yeah. about I mean everyone looks forward to happy mo- this is so cheesy like, <laughs> I feel like I'm giving like I feel like this is like a ha- I'll hallmark add some, like, speech. Dramatic music over <laughs> yeah. this. Go on. But everyone looks forward to those happy moments in life. You know, people don't really feel motivated to go on if they know everything is going to be traumatic and sad for them. Obviously, mm-hmm. so the key is just finding happiness in the dark. Oh my god, this I'm, is so I'm, guys. This I'm is crying. So cringy. I'm, like, I'm tearing so... up right now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> This is so like this is like those motivational videos yeah, on YouTube I feel with like the there music be in the a background, minion, like right next to you. <laughs> I feel like there should be like a montage of mountains and hikers. Yeah, there should be like yeah. a zoom, like a drone shot, yeah. and like water. <laughs> exactly. But that is really that is so true. I think like as a black woman, mm. I'm always looking for like like things. I like trying new stuff, mm. but sometimes when you're really interested in like a subject. And you just, you know that, like, not a lot of, um, like, you're not going to see a lot of, like, other black people or Mm -hmm. other people of color in the same field that you're trying to go into. It's really discouraging. Yeah. Like, I don't know, just trying, um, like, going into, like, computer science and knowing there's not going to be a lot of women in there. Yeah. Um, It's, like, hard, you know, Mm -hmm. to think about that because I rely on, like, friends so much to help me And shared experiences. Yeah, and shared experiences. It's kind of difficult. I 100% agree with that. It's, like, I I was trying to listen to, like, um, a podcast of someone who I don't necessarily agree with because I was trying to, like, make myself more neutral and less biased. And they said something about, like, how oh, well, the reason that women don't pursue a lot of STEM careers is just because they're just, like, more inclined to do the arts. And so it's it's fair that there's not a lot of representation and stuff. And mm. I was like, okay, I kind of disagree with that because I think that there can be a real discouraging factor mm-hmm. for women when they see a lot of men who are in STEM and then they might actually decide to, like, pivot away from a career that yeah. they want to go into mm-hmm. because they don't see a lot of people they don't see themselves reflected mm-hmm. in a career so they're like okay this is this isn't for me so exactly. i mean it, it can be like i wholeheartedly believe that representation is important mm-hmm. so it's like yeah. why are we blaming the woman like when we should be yeah. making these spaces more inclusive yeah <laughs> yeah and just more like inviting for different types of people you know yeah. like not everyone you know is interested in the same things yeah and like people who are more like fem- like more feminine things, yeah. they're probably not gonna find like a comforting space exactly. in like a group full of like computer bros. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> and college is so stressful right now. Yeah. Like where we're gonna go, what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Do you have people all the time who are asking you like, what do you want to do for the rest of I your life? I hate that question. <laughs> I hate that it's question so much. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. It's horrible. And actually, I want to pull up right now. I just got an email from. Like, I signed up to get emails from you, Chicago, which is, yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Like, super, you know, we know, like, it's a prestigious college, you know. Yeah. It's, it's you know, um, definitely, like, a goal for a lot of students. Um, and they... They have a lot of good, like, <clears throat> research yeah. facilities. And they released a sneak peek at some of the questions that are going to be on I the application. I saw them. <laughs> Do you want to read them? Yeah. <laughs> These are horrible. Oh, bro. Yeah. Number three is vlog, labradoodle, and fromage. Language is filled with portum... <laughs> no, that's okay. I don't know either. I read that and I was like, I feel like I'm reading hieroglyphics or something <laughs> like that. Like this is terrible. Portmanteaus, something. That just yeah. That's like the artifice prompt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this one is. I thought that number one was like okay. You can. It's it's kind of bad, but like I think it's it's it says um, exponents and square roots, pencils and erasers, beta decay and electron capture. Name two things that undo each other and explain why both are necessary. 
Who I'd break my brain doing that. I know. That. I, I, I would too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like how can how can they get anything from you by these prompts? Mm. I feel like it's just very much academic language and stuff like that. Yeah. But. I feel like it's like what you... It's how... It's like I feel like answering these questions, mm. you kind of got to go by your first instinct. Mm-hmm. Like they're not really trying to see like, oh, how accurately did yeah. you answer it? It's like what do you feel like this question means to you? Yeah. Basically. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. I think it could have some very interesting answers, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. But it's it's just stressful right now. Definitely like, writing yeah. is like a very important part of oh, yeah. admissions yeah. and it's also one of I'd say I'd say I'm great like creative writing, but mm-hmm. when it comes yeah. to writing about myself, I just like freeze up. Yeah. You know, suddenly I'm like who am I? Mm-hmm. Like I just got here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. That's exactly how I feel like writing essays, creative writing. Mm-hmm. I can do that. But when, like, the This I Believe, did they make you do the This I Believe essay this year? No, they didn't. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. You would have written such a good one, I feel like. Uh, but it, was, it was just about something that you believe in, like anything. And then mm. you write about it. And only is like, 500 words or so, which isn't actually a lot for a yeah essay. But, um, and I wrote about how I believe in the power of yet. So, like, not yet. You know, I can't do this problem yet. Instead of saying, like, I can't do this problem wow. at all. It was kind of cheesy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... Someone get you on a yeah. TED Talk. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you would like great, like, at just... You just always inspire. But Aww, it's, no. like, it's coming from you, you know? Mm, it's, like, not you. some... Like, like you yeah. can't tell you're, like, repeating something you heard on, like, a, a YouTube video or something. <laughs> it's coming from inside thank you i feel the same way about oh my gosh you're such a good like orator i can't explain (laughs) like you can say what you feel like eloquently i feel like not a lot of people can do that Uh, guys her comedy special stop no i'm just calling it special i'm gonna call it a special because it should have been on netflix for real i wanted the extended version okay (laughs) yeah but you should honestly like Pursue whatever you want, guys. I know you guys are listening yeah. out there. Go be okay. an astronaut, yeah. ballerina, yeah. like yeah. artist. <laughs> Do whatever. <laughs> this segment should just be called us aggressively complimenting each other. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what but, we're trying to tell you guys. Yeah. But even though college is really stressful right now, even though there's so much mm-hmm. to do and we have to kind of let go of some things that we might be good at in order to like follow the safe pathway you know mm-hmm. pathways that are gonna maybe make us money i mean yeah that's how i mean right it's now. not a wrong yeah. like it's not yeah. a wrong want to like want to feel safe and like yeah. secure you know like that's what some people like they don't just go to college for like yeah. the fun experience mm-hmm. or like they actually want to like yeah you know find security mm-hmm. and there's no problem with that yeah like i just i don't like the idea that everyone has like a like a dream job mm-hmm. kind of or mm, I would hope everyone can find something they're passionate about and be able to do that without any pressure yeah. to make money or like you know feed into like kind of the capitalist like idea of like yeah. everything I do needs to make money yeah mm-hmm. exactly but that's what I feel that the pressure is going towards right now like when people ask us what do you want to do when you grow up mm-hmm. they're expecting like doctor, lawyer, engineer, yeah. <laughs> like something like that. Because when you say something like, oh, I want to, I don't know what I want to do, or mm-hmm. I want to pursue my interests, yeah. or I just want to do something creative. I don't know what I want to do. Like if you right. say any of those things, adults are like, okay. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Because they, I guess, have been taught whatever, for whatever reason, well, we know the reason, but like <laughs> that, that the goal in life is, you know, to make money. You know, yeah. sometimes you can't, and I, again, like you said, it's not a bad goal to have. If you, if you really feel like your interests are going to make you money and, you know, what you want to pursue is going to make you money, then go ahead and do that. But I feel like most people pursue money as opposed to their interests. Mm. Does that make sense? Or like yeah. they kind of equate mm. money with like having that happiness. Yeah. But I notice like a lot of people, like mm. if they don't, grow up with money and Mm -hmm. like they get money it's like they're still not happy because like you know they haven't fully healed like their mindset of like growing up without Mm -hmm. like much money 
and then coming into it it's like well like how do I spend it yeah. you know like don't I just keep getting more and yeah. need more like it's an endless cycle yeah like if your goal if your one goal is to like be rich it's yeah. an endless cycle it is an endless cycle mm-hmm. but yeah I mean that's enough college talk <laughs> like every time we say the word college our like stress levels go up like yeah <laughs> But literally one admissions counselor <laughs> is like <laughs> Yeah. So I found like in um some interesting articles that happened this week. Mm-hmm. Um I've never heard of Ocean Gate. Oh, but yeah. we just so their Ocean Gate is like this um underwater diving company mm-hmm. and they have these things called submersibles, mm-hmm. which are different from submarines. They're kind of smaller and they need to be like connected to the boat like in some way in order yeah. to like come back and come up. Oh, so that was a submersible? Yeah. This guy, the CEO Stockton Rush, he mm-hmm. does these underwater expeditions to the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And basically, we learned like this week on um I think it was uh June 22nd that the five people who went in the submersible mm-hmm debris was found on the coastline so oh, yeah. it's believed that the that the uh, submersible imploded killing the five people inside you think it was it was the pressure like as they were getting deeper mm, yeah. it might have been yeah because the pressure it the holes of the ship were not as strong mm-hmm. as like military grade submarines so yeah. it could have like you know yeah. the pressure probably succumbed to it i i read that the navy doesn't even go that deep yeah <laughs> i know well, they were, were they like thinking? pulling out all the like stops like they were bypassing so many security yeah. checks like this guy was operating the submersible with an xbox controller yeah just like, <laughs> oh yeah I saw that. yeah it was i feel like um but shouldn't it have been attached to a boat then or was it not? It was, um, so the boat was, like, sending signals to oh, tell okay. to Oh, okay, so go. the boat was controlling it through that Xbox thing. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. like, sending signals, like, okay, turn 30 degrees left. You're like, all right. <laughs> Someone said, uh, just press the home button. <laughs> and I was like, I've been laughing way too much at these memes, honestly. No, no it's, it's sad, okay? It is sad. Yeah. It's like, um, well, my question is, how's this submersible been to the titanic successfully before before this voyage. yeah they've had um so i think they've been doing it for a couple years like mm-hmm. they've done 22 in the mm-hmm. past couple years and as many of them have been successful mm-hmm. but there's also been a lot of concerns like if the weather is not absolutely perfect then it you just can't go so it's mm-hmm. a lot of like you know it's kind yeah. of risky yeah and um, combined with the fact that it's like has some safety guidelines yeah. that are just ignored because this guy is mega rich. Yeah, <laughs> it costs two hundred fifty thousand to go down. Mm-hmm. It's like they can basically get away with a lot of stuff. Gosh, it's just there's a lot that people can get away with with money, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just think it's sad that after this submersible was lost all of these people started coming out and been and being like this should have never happened you know here's the science that says that this shouldn't shouldn't have ever um that the voyage shouldn't have ever happened Mm. like james cameron came out and he's like i wish i had been more vocal about stopping this submersible from ever going Mm. down there i'm like james cameron yeah no no the guy who directed (laughs) the titanic because he's been down there 33 times oh really yeah i didn't know he's been um his name is James Cameron, right? Yeah, he's yeah. been down um, to explore the Titanic on like diving trips like 33 times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, it's crazy. They're all coming out now? Like, yeah. great timing, guys. Like, yeah. Um, personally, <laughs> yeah. I would, if I could have done something, I would stay yeah. quiet. Like, why are you saying this now? Yeah, exactly. It is like really sad. Um, it's really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, personally, like, like, I just. You know, it, it, both things can be true. Mm-hmm. Like, you can say, like, oh, like, this is another, like, rich people disregarding mm-hmm. safety and, like, mm-hmm. and, like, like, going on dangerous, like, things like this. But you can also, like, it is really sad. Mm-hmm. And, like, people, you know, it's, it, both things can be true. Yeah. It's sad either way. It's, 
it's 100% sad. I don't mm. think anyone should be, like, celebrating that yeah. they're yeah. dead. I, I saw some of those <clears throat> weird tweets that you guys were, yeah. <laughs> were like, you're like, yeah, the, like, they deserve it or something. Like, what are you talking like, about? Who, nobody deserves, <laughs> yeah. like, something like this. Absolutely not. And then um, <laughs> the the... Oh my gosh, who's that? The nephew who went to the Blink-182 Oh my god, so Hamish Harding is one of the guys who was in there. Mm -hmm. And he's the owner of like this action aviation, like Mm -hmm. uh, a plane company. So his stepson... Oh, stepson, I thought it was his nephew. He went online and he was on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And at first he was like sending out prayers. He made a tweet that was like, oh, please pray for my my family. Mm -hmm. Like save them. Not even like a day later, he's tweeting at this OnlyFans celebrity. What? Saying like, sit on my face. No way. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Wait, and, I can hear about this. And then he's posting about going to a Blink-182 concert like shortly after. Yeah. So that has just put the internet in like a crazy thing. Because it's like, why... Why are you posting stuff like this? <laughs> I saw a video of him <laughs> trying to explain it. And really? he was like, yeah, he, he put out an explanation video. He's like, he's like, it's not like I was having fun. I just went because I had a ticket. Mm. And, here's, and he was like, I was just doing this the entire time. And he's like bobbing his head and <laughs> closing his eyes. <laughs> like, I don't buy Guys, that. I didn't go to the SZA concert because I was having fun. <laughs> yeah, you just went because you were silently nodding your head. Yeah, I did it because I was mourning. <laughs> yeah. No, but clearly, clearly the, this stepson guy, he, um, maybe, I don't know what his relationship was with his stepfather. Maybe he didn't yeah. like him very much. Maybe he, like, you know, yeah. wasn't very close with him. But if he was really heartbroken, he wouldn't have gone. That is wild for posting it. People post, like, so yeah. much incriminating stuff online just yeah. because they can. Oh, yeah, did you see the trend, like, people stealing stuff from Walmart? No. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. I had to, like, block people because I was, like, I was um, just watching these videos, and it's, like, uh, eating for free at Walmart, and then these people who are, like, just taking stuff. What? And I'm, like, oh, my God, like, you guys are terrible. Like, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, so I think that people need to stop posting their crimes. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Cardi B came after the guy. Yeah, honestly. she was like, why yeah. is he going yeah. to like this concert? Yeah. yeah, and then oh, we're also going to talk about the uh, the migrant. Yeah, ship. yeah. So at the same time as everyone is talking about Ocean Gate, Ocean Gate, like there was hundreds of articles released about this. This one story was massively underreported mm-hmm. and shows like the complete contrast between the two. So, <clears throat> so on June 14th, mm-hmm. this one ship carrying about 700 migrants, about 350 of them were Pakistani, and they were fleeing um, and traveling in Greece when it sank off the coast of off the coast of Greece, mm-hmm. and. <clears throat> Of the 700 people, only about 104 people were rescued. Oh, my God. And only 82, like, bodies were found confirmed dead. So the rest of these migrants are, like, probably dead or, like, missing or something. And the Greece government obviously was criticized heavily for not for not showing enough like initiative and helping out they actually said that the reason that they didn't like follow the ship more closely they're like oh like they insisted that to take this ship even though we thought that it was dangerous like of course yeah they're trying to like seek asylum and like so wait i'm sorry they're trying to seek asylum in greece and they're coming from another country um no i don't know where they were going but they're basically they're trying to take this ship, this ship, and mm. it was in Greece waters in the Mediterranean Ocean. Ah, okay. Um, yeah. and yeah, it's just crazy. Like, it only one hundred and four people were saved. It's honestly like, I feel like these things happen a lot more than it's not just these kinds of incidents. It's mm-hmm. like these people who are dying because they're just trying to get to safety yeah or um you know like it's just 
the refugee crisis is real right now. Mm-hmm. Like now more than ever, I feel. And if we're not protecting them, pr- protecting the children, protecting like mm-hmm. these people, it's it's just like it's so shameful of these governments to be so neglectful and honestly shameful of the media to not report on these stories. But I, I guess I see that PBS reported on it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess you can make the argument that the reason that the the um, Titanic ship thing story mm-hmm. made headlines was just because of how how crazy it was. Like how like the similarities between like the Titanic sinking and this one. Like both captains were told not to go in certain waters yeah. and not to. And then you know, it's like a story. You yeah. know, it's like an it's almost like a movie. Like people yeah. are like. Like one of um, Stockton Rush's wife was mm. a- is actually related to a couple on who died on the Titanic. Oh my yeah. gosh! What? So it's like even more of a narrative. It's like oh my god! Like this was you yeah. know this is like generational. This yeah. is like um, like people love to latch on to like the more exciting story. Yeah. The we have only, we have five people in here. They're mm. all like billionaires, like mm. really rich people. So, like, people know them or, like, you know, like, they, yeah. they're, they like, what? This is crazy. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, things like this where, like, like st- stuff like this happens, like, every day where refugees are still trying to seek asylum and governments, instead of making, like, safer routes for them and just making it out. easier, yeah. are, like either negligent or they're going after the traffickers mm-hmm. and the only option that the refugees have is to take these illegal like or dangerous routes yeah because there's no other support there's no other government support for them to you know oh, find so safety sad. and there were children on that shit yeah. it was like god that's terrible mm-hmm. and and like you said there's more of a i guess shock factor with the submersible story mm-hmm. but there should be some kind of shock factor here it shouldn't be like yeah. so acceptable that we're just hearing about these refugees who are dying mm-hmm. I mean, it's not acceptable at all yeah so, yeah like i sad. feel like um we need to think about how like media kind of informs mm-hmm. our values mm-hmm. um like how what is our generation gonna grow up thinking if we see like you know, these popular stories like Ocean Gate and everything and, like, celebrity gossip is trending more than, like, the humanitarian crises that are going on around the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that um, the line is kind of being blurred right now between media and real life Mm -hmm. sometimes. It's kind of... It's a little bit sad, honestly. And, um... Like, seeing how people will use TikTok or Instagram as their main source of information. Yeah. But the thing is, like, guys, even if you're following, like, a news account on TikTok or mm-hmm. a news account on Instagram or where, wherever, it's you have to realize that your information is going through, like, a second party. So it's like mm-hmm. they're taking information from maybe one article, maybe chopping up some bits, yeah. and then giving it to you. So maybe try to try to read an actual news article i know i know (laughs) i know (laughs) yeah i know i'm really sorry to our generation i know like some of you guys just like you know passed out but (laughs) but just some of you guys stopped after eight seconds yeah (laughs) yeah so just try to inform yourself with Maybe like un just unbiased um, media. Try to inform yourself with news articles. Try to inform yourself with literature. Mm-hmm. Maybe try. You can obviously get some news and some information from social media, but just try to limit that. I, I mm. that's my opinion. What do you think about it? I right. think um, social media is definitely great for like mm. facilitating conversations. Yeah. Like I see so many people like reposting stuff and yeah. like things they see on social media Mm. that like would have taken like research to do and sometimes you're not always wanting to share like a full article with somebody Mm -hmm. maybe it's easier to share a video yeah but it's definitely a lot of filtering that goes through the process Mm -hmm. like you said you know they could just be changing stuff to fit a narrative Mm -hmm. and you need to look at a variety of media to do that yeah 
I know it, it's kind of hard when we want to only see one thing mm -hmm. like we don't really want to be bothered by the other side or another opinion and yeah. stuff but I feel like sometimes it's necessary and right now we're we're gonna be voters soon yeah. so like yeah by looking at both sides and by just trying not to limit ourselves as much as possible we can become like better you know democratic citizens I guess like mm -hmm. better citizens of our democracy I guess yeah yeah I totally agree. I like that you always look for both sides as well to yeah. kind of like think it's good to challenge your beliefs. Mm -hmm. And even if like your whole community believes in, in yeah. something, like it's still good to see what another side thinks mm -hmm. about it so you can really, you know, like yeah. expose some things that you might not understand as much. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. did you ever like have a moment where you were like, realizing like your own ignorance in a sense like on a topic um, or like just like oh i'd never thought about that before i never thought to like you mm -hmm. know that was like such a big problem yeah i mean um honestly i've just tried to the reason that i've been doing this whole like unbiased thing where i'm looking at both sides of yeah. an argument is because i i was so like I was that person in 2020 who, like, <laughs> I wouldn't be friends with you if you disagreed with something that I believed in politically. Mm -hmm. And I was like, maybe that's a little bit wrong, you know? Mm. Because there was a lot of political stuff going on in 2020, obviously, and mm -hmm. with the election. I'm like, okay, if you... Okay, like... It's very yeah. polarizing time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I was the type of person who was like, oh, that family is supports this person... I don't want to be friends with that, yeah. you know, that whole group. I'm like, okay, maybe that's a little bit much, you know? Mm. Maybe I just need to open myself up more a little bit. Mm. <laughs> How about you? Have you, like, gone through that a little bit? A little bit, yeah, and kind of in the same era. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like in, in Black Lives Matter, like, mm -hmm. movement, I was so, like, just hyper, like, I wanted to look for... A way to like antagonize like everybody me like, too every like <laughs> every too. white person every cop <laughs> yeah. who like wasn't actively you know like like standing with the black lives matter movement it just like would make me so angry because mm -hmm. like i was tired of like pretending that the even the saying black lives matter mm -hmm. was so controversial Mm -hmm. like I was frustrated like why is it treated as a controversial topic like yeah. it's not mm -hmm. really and it just started to affect my mental health because I was consuming so much media of oh my gosh that you put like, it perfectly yeah. yes yeah <laughs> I was literally like always triggered at some yeah. point always like just frustrated with the way things were and it's honestly I still haven't really fixed it like mm -hmm. I'll always be like wary of like certain groups of people I'll always have like prejudices against them but I've learned how to protect myself a bit more from feeling like immediately angry yeah um yeah like just yeah I've learned how to calm myself when that when I feel like I'm gonna get like you know angry yeah. and just look to have like a conversation more yeah absolutely I think that it's more about mental health like you said mm -hmm. it's just when we're when we're looking at one thing, one side, and we're just like, we're like, oh, I'm so angry about mm -hmm. this. And like, rightfully so, obviously, because it's a huge issue. Yeah. But it just, at some point, you just got to be like, okay, I'm consuming a lot of media right now. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at a lot of things that are making me really mad. Yeah. Maybe I just need to watch a cartoon. <laughs> Maybe I need to yeah. <laughs> Maybe I just need to watch some Disney Channel. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But like, yeah. If I heard this, like, um, I was watching some videos, like, you know, Caitlin Bennett, that, like, in, she does interviews on, like, um, I feel like, oh my gosh, wait, her name sounds so familiar. Yeah. I probably know her. But she, mm -hmm. she asked, like, um, she went to a college campus and she asked the question, should oh her yeah, <laughs> like the gun oh, right yeah. girl and she asked the question um what was it she was like should should there be tampons in the men's bathroom for men who have vaginas and she was obviously asking that in a way of like 
she wanted people to be transphobic mm-hmm. and like say like no ew like what the hell yeah. um but it was so surprising people were mm-hmm. just like eh, i don't care like yeah. it's fine yeah and that's the thing we have to recognize that sometimes people in the media just want us to be mad yeah like they just they just say things in such a way that you're like oh like <laughs> this is terrible sometimes yeah. the best way to face someone who's like trying to make you mad like with their like awful takes Mm -hmm. is just to be like well why do you care about that yeah like why is that a problem for you Mm -hmm. you know yeah exactly i agree with that Mm -hmm. what's your opinion on like cancel culture that type of thing cancel culture do i think it's effective like has anyone ever been successfully canceled do you think that like what's your opinion on on the entire, like, deal of cancel culture. Like, the entire concept of it. Mm. And whether or not it's been effective. Hmm. I think in... I kind of, like... I know people are like, oh, don't hate cancel culture. I think it can be effective. Because mm-hmm. I do believe, it, like, social media has such a unique, like, ability to unite people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's for, like, the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. Like, we talked about Ocean Gate, right? And I kind of relate the salaciousness of the... um, What does salacious mean? I'm sorry. I don't know. (laughs) Let's cut that out. (laughs) But I kind of relate the... um, How much uh, press this story has gotten to a little bit, like, celebrity drama. Because it's so high profile. Mm -hmm. Um... So I think people cancel others like for some things that don't really matter. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's talking about a celebrity, obviously it's important because we consume media a lot, but there could be other things we could be using this power for. Oh yeah. So I think it's misplaced cancel culture. Misplaced is definitely the right word because I feel like a lot of people have the right intentions, I guess. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, if this celebrity did something wrong, we need to deplatform them. That's mm-hmm. that's a good intention. But then A, we have to define what is what what is wrong. Like, you know, what what yeah. does wrong mean? Mm-hmm. You know? What it it could be wrong to one person, it could be right to another person, it could be like and then we have to also think about um how exactly we're we're directing our energy on right. social media. Did you just, see this yeah. video of like um there was this video of this girl mm-hmm. who was um filming, like taking photos at a baseball yeah. game. Yeah. And there are two girls in the back who are like making fun of her. Oh yes. you saw that. Yes, right? yeah. It went crazy. So she posted the video mm-hmm. and she was like, Oh, I'm so sad, like these two girls were like making fun of me and like made me not want to take the photos. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they were very clearly like making fun of they her. Were. They were like, but they lost being their jobs. They did. They yeah. They people were like calling her job. They found <laughs> they found her job. Yeah, leaving bad reviews. So I'm guessing that that she got fired because she. I think she went online to talk about it and how her whole life has been ruined mm-hmm. by it. But what do you think about that? That's where cancel culture is getting misplaced. Yeah. Like first of all. You're filming a random person in public. Yeah. And, you know, like, they obviously didn't consent to being, like, posted online. Mm -hmm. And you didn't expect all the comments to come like that. But the internet will find you. The internet internet will find find you. you. (laughs) Yeah, they reverse searched her right away. (laughs) I feel like, yeah, misplaced. Like, I couldn't have said it better because... I feel like there's so many useful things we can be doing with social media right, right now, yeah. other than stalking people's jobs and stuff. But mm-hmm. for being I, mean, yeah. too. <laughs> like yeah, sometimes like, I'm a little mean. Like, well, I know sometimes I may may give a little criminal yeah. side eye, you know. But it's not. It's not any like. Okay, guys. We like. Let's be real. We all have our mean moments yeah I, I would never do what she did i would never uh like flip off someone in a video that they're taking. right right like that's a little much but i have my moments where i could have been nicer to someone mm-hmm. you know where i'm having yeah. a bad day where and i honestly wouldn't like it very much if someone was filming me and right. i was just trying to mind my own business but i wouldn't do that i would mm-hmm. probably tap them up tap them on the so- shoulder and be like um maybe can you Maybe excuse me. Yeah, 
Excuse can you move me. a little bit? Can you move a little bit so I'm out of the frame? Or maybe I would just move a little bit so I'm out of the frame. Yeah. But we all have our moments, and I don't think that I don't think that she should have been. You know, I don't think that she should still be paying for that mistake right now. I mean, it's right. been months, guys. It's been months, mm-hmm. and she she is wherever she goes now for the rest of her life. In the interview, they're gonna pull up that video. Yeah, <laughs> like, what were you doing here? <laughs> right. Yeah. There, it's honestly, it's kind of scary, like yeah. how little protection we have. Yeah. At least in the states, like how little protection there is for just random people in your videos. Yeah. Like in Japan, it's like common for people to still blur out. Mm-hmm. people's faces in yeah. the background because it's an actual crime yeah. <laughs> to like film somebody without their consent mm-hmm. but here like with some yeah. of the tiktokers like annoying strangers for views it's yeah. so it's completely I mean, normal those two girls are gonna be like knocking on the the senior citizen home and they're yeah. gonna be like they're gonna be like old and people are gonna be like what were you doing in this video <laughs> like it's just it's just gone to a point where it's like little much and then celebrities but the thing is cancel culture can go for you know things as simple as that Mm -hmm. or things like child grooming like it can go it can go from Mm -hmm. the that stuff to the extreme and that's not even i don't think we should apply the word cancel culture to things to literal crimes to crimes (laughs) i don't think yeah exactly I'm, i'm like when we're talking about people who are doing things to like kids i don't think we should be like we should cancel them guys like it's more than canceling okay we should put them behind bars cancel seems so light to me that's like let's cancel them so they stay off of social media for a couple months then come back and we'll forget about it yeah exactly (laughs) so criminals let's detach the phrase cancel culture with criminals okay Mm -hmm. guys because that's a different issue that's like law and order that's not cancel (laughs) culture okay and then I also think that, you know, we have this whole thing with these, like, parasocial relationships relationships that we have with celebrities where we're so obsessed with them and we want to know, like, what they eat in the morning. Ooh, what they, I want to like, get back into yeah, that in yeah, episode. Yeah, that but... That such yeah, good to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, anyway, was there anything else to... Honestly, I think um, all I had was the idol... And I haven't even seen the idol, so we we can Wait. cover that the weekend. Wait, show. which one was that? Oh yes! Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I've been hearing yeah. just crazy stuff about it, and I just wanted to mention clips? it. I've seen the clips. Okay, we're gonna talk more about Idol. You're gonna talk more about yeah. Idol in the next episode. Yeah, let's talk so. about that later. But thank you so yeah, much, Sienna, for coming yeah. online. Oh my gosh, I had so much fun. Thank you for yeah. inviting me. Please yeah. check out It's Not That Deep on Spotify. Thank you. And <laughs> yeah. It was a pleasure to meet you. It was a pleasure to meet with you. Yeah. And I just I want you to give your best hot dog um chant. Oh just for the right. Oh my gosh, we were supposed to do this. Yeah. Okay, so this is my best chant. It, I don't want to bother anyone. Is anyone up there? No, <laughs> because, no, no. It's fine. Okay. All right. <laughs> Can you go first, please? <laughs> Hot dog! Hot dog! <laughs> you see the vibrato? Wait. Hot dog! Ooh, you could sing it. Hot dog! Hot dog! Hot dog! Hot dog! Hot dog.